Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Houston Element Podcast. My name is Missy, and I am your host. And today, I have the pleasure to share the space with another local band, one of Houston's finest, uh, garage rock band Persuasion, alternative rock, groovy vibes, whatever you want to call it. We are here today with Dead Blinds. Finest, I like that. Hello. Hello. Hello, how are you guys? Good. How are Very you? Good. Living my finest moment, man. As always. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely, absolutely. So one by one, can you introduce yourself, please? Sure. Name, um, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> my name is Jason White, and I'm the drummer for Deadblinds. Jared Arsenault, bass extraordinaire for Deadblinds. Dustin Charles, I sing and play guitar. Pleasure to meet you all. Pleasure to meet you all. Likewise. Nice to meet you. So tell us a little bit about yourselves and about your music, man. How did y'all get started with Dead Blinds? Well, we've known each other. This is actually my cousin, so I've known him his whole life. And me and Dustin have known each other for decades. But uh, how many years? It was a couple years ago. We were actually at this party at my cousin's house. Uh, it was like a, a campfire party. Birthday party for Jason. It was your birthday. I don't even remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> but uh, everyone's passing around the car. We have a lot of musician friends. And uh, Dustin started playing some songs. And to be honest, I've known you for a long time. I didn't even know you played guitar right. <laughs> at that point. But uh, he played a couple of songs, and I liked them. And I had I'd actually had stopped playing music for like 15 years. I was getting back into it. And I just walked up. I was like, hey, dude, we should start a band. And then Jason came along so a little bit later. Yeah, Me and him started playing like once a week in, for like a year. And uh, I'd just go over to his house, and I'd play acoustic, and he'd play acoustic. And Jason was busy with his job at the time, and so we weren't really looking for a drummer. And then um, things changed with his job situation, so he started playing drums with us, and that's how it, that's how it happened. Yeah, I was preoccupied with work. I was working as a chef in a couple of restaurants, and, you know, in that world, it pretty much you're dedicated to that kind of job. And uh I finally got out of that and then had free time. And that was during, um, I guess, all the restaurant shutdowns during COVID. And then so I had spare time and they hit me up and asked if I'd like to come jam with them. And that's sort of how I came aboard. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. You were just like, hey, I like you. Come here. <laughs> pretty, yeah. Much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, you know, he's really the only drummer we knew. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who would play with us? Right. Yeah. And their cousins. So. It just worked out. Again, we were kind of waiting for him, but we really so kind of were. <laughs> we just, you know, it took a little, little while, but finally happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. family of drum and bass. I like yeah. that. And then you got your wonderful guitarist and vocalist here. Yeah, I mean, match made, man. Match made, man. Right on. So tell me, what is the inspiration behind the band name, the lyrics, and your music style? Uh, well, the name, um, so we had been playing together for just a few months, and then a friend of ours was putting on like a benefit concert deal. He was going to do a live stream benefit for the Houston Food Bank. So he sent me a message and asked me if I'd play some songs or whatever. And Call out String Swap, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. His company is called String Swap. So you go to stringswap.us, and they sell like... Uh, strings obviously and then other guitar but you send uh, your old strings back and they recycle for you right right so anyways um i was like yeah i'll play uh but i've been playing with jason and um and jared 
And uh, is it cool if we all come on? He was like, yeah, sure. So we didn't have a name at this point. We'd just been playing for a few months. And um, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send you our name here. Just give me a couple weeks, you know, because he was starting to promote it or whatever. You break out the dry erase board. And- right. So, um, so I was like, all right, well, we got to come up with something, you know. So I had like a list of names and um, I took them to practice and we went through them all and it was like, eh, no, not really. Nothing was really working and uh, they didn't really have any ideas. So I was like, all right, well, go home and, you know, keep thinking about it and then come back next week and we'll see. And, uh, so I went home, uh, and, uh, that week I was trying to come up with something, but wasn't having much luck. And then one, uh, one night I was just hanging out on my back patio and thinking, just brainstorming. And I was looking at the blinds. So I was like, Hmm, you know, it's gotta be something simple, right? You don't want a complicated name. Nobody can remember or whatever. Um, so you weren't thinking about poker when you came up with that? No. Because so, we all played poker together. I thought right. that was the inspiration. Well, it ended up being that. But it started with an actual blind. So I was like, okay, the blinds. And so I look it up. And, I'm learning things in this interview, too. And uh, that name's already taken, which I'm glad because I wouldn't want to be the blinds anyway. Um, and so I was like, all right, I'll just sleep on it. So the next day, I, you know, I was just chilling and kept brainstorming and I started thinking about poker and in poker, you know, we all play poker. And, um, and, uh, I was like, okay, big blind, small blinds. And then you have what's called a dead blind when somebody gets knocked out of a game. And I was like, Hmm, the dead blinds. It's like, Oh, that might work. And so I went to practice and I was like, y'all got anything? I think we contributed to drop the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went to practice and I was like, y'all got anything? They were like, no. And I was like, all right, well, I got one, maybe. See if y'all like it. And I go, the dead blinds. And nobody said anything for a few seconds. And then Jason was like, yeah, I like it. And then Jared was like, yeah, I like it, but let's drop the the. I was like, okay. So that was it. That's how we. This just comes full circle. Our next show, it actually says the dead blinds on the flyer. Yeah, on the flyer, <laughs> they put the dead blinds on the. But whatever. <laughs> I like that, man. And just to be clear, we did have uh, suggestions for band names. Oh my, Dustin said they just weren't. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't like the only one. Yeah. I don't remember. You had another one that said it was like a, a modest yeah. mouse lyric or something. Yeah, and, uh, I don't want to mention it in case it becomes like a side project. Okay, later, gotcha. All right. You know. <laughs> So we had one other potential it could have been, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I learned something new because, I mean, I played poker when I was like an early teenager, but I never knew about all the rules. So I didn't know that that was a real rule, right. dead blind. That's cool, man. Yeah, like if we're playing a poker game and you get knocked out and he's big blind and I'm small blind, well, no, then it would just, it would have to be you. If somebody gets explain knocked it, out. Explain it, Dustin. If somebody gets knocked out and they would have been the small or big blind. Oh, either one, it, okay. Then it's called a dead blind. Okay, okay. And we just added S to it. Okay. So I was just like, oh, nuts. Like, I'm not winning any money. And like, <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, well. how I play, too. <laughs> so, have you guys been playing together always, or were you ever playing with other bands before previously? They've been in other bands. Yeah, I started playing um, drums, I guess, probably when I was about 13 or so, and... Um, Always just been messing around with friends. I had uh, my friend Cody used to play bass, and we 
kind of had a bunch of little bands back in the day when we were teenagers and then kind of growing up and finally got other people to join. And um, I guess probably like early 20s kind of started playing actual bands where we would book shows and uh, we would play at, you know, old places like the Axiom, Proletariat, uh, Rudyard's and um, just the usual spots that were around back then. Um, the scene seemed to be a lot more um, alive back then. Um, as opposed to now, I guess that's maybe because I've also just been out of it for so long. But uh, yeah, so we played a lot back then. And then um, I think I got caught up in my my uh, cooking career. And then I stopped playing probably for, you know, similar to Jared, probably like 10, 15 years. I didn't really play music at all because I was just doing nothing but working. And then it wasn't really till COVID shut down when I got connected with them again that I started kind of picking up the drums again. So that was kind of my... Uh, my comeback, I guess, if you will. Okay. Yeah, mine was a similar story. Just been in a bunch of local bands and Tell stopped playing for a while. With. Oh, shit. Can I remember them all? <laughs> I, well, my first band was this punk band called Exhibit A when I was like 15. And uh, we actually played at the Abyss back in the day, which was kind of cool. And then uh, this band called Veiled. And then I was in this band called Drillback Box Ignition with his brother. And uh, I think that was, I guess that was three. Oh. I filled in with a couple of bands, too. I played bass with Spain Colored Orange for, like, one show. And I don't know. I've just always played with friends, so. Yeah, usually, like, if you ask a musician, like, how, what have you played with previous bands? They're like, oh, God. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who I played with. I know I played everywhere, like. Yeah, there's always uh, friends and side projects and side projects to the side projects going on. And, you know, only some of them see the light of day and some just get washed away to, to nothing. You know? From a yo really young age, too, we grew up on the east side of town, like North Shore. And it seemed like everyone from North, North Shore High School was into the local music scene. Yeah. So we just we always hung out around a lot of musicians. Mm hmm. Have you have there ever been an instance where you were at a gig or at a performance where you act like six degrees of like musicians or you ran into somebody like i played with you like without realizing oh, yeah. it. all the time yeah a it, long time ago not now <laughs> yeah maybe not so much now but definitely you know everyone sort of knew each other through someone else and um you know had all sort of been in the you know in a band with somebody or at least play with someone that's played with someone else and there was always some sort of connection there you know right on i can imagine this is the first band i've ever been in so, I mean, I started, I didn't pick up guitar until I was in college. I started writing, I guess, in my late 20s. I kind of started writing a little bit, you know, um, but, you know, they sucked. Oh. <laughs> At least, well, some, I knew they did. Some of them still did. do. Yeah. I mean, not every song is going to be a hit, right? Mm -hmm. But um, you got to start somewhere. And... uh so I wrote a few, didn't really share them with anybody. And um, then I started a new job where it was like I was home half the time and I really didn't have a lot of time to play music. And once that job was over, um, I was home. And then I was home a lot and um, I just started getting inspired to write more songs. And so this is probably uh, six or seven years ago. And um, so I started writing more. And at this point, when, at the party he was talking about where I, where I played a song or I played some songs, before that night, 
only probably like a handful of people had heard me sing and play guitar. So uh, it's it's not something that like I put out there really. You <laughs> that know was your what first I mean? Live performance, pretty much in front of people that some people were there that I didn't know who they were. You know what I mean? Um, but I was feeling good that night. You know, had a few drinks and there was stuff in the air. If you catch my drift, you know what I mean. So I was in the zone. You know, and uh, I had just written a song called Blue Collar, and um, Nobody had heard it before, but I was like, oh, I'm, screw it, I'm going to play it, you know, because I, I knew it was pretty catchy. So I played it, and people liked it. So, And then that's when, you know, I played some more songs, and he liked them. So then he started coming up with bass parts to the songs, and, yeah. But, yeah, I never played with any other band before this. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't think I even knew that Dustin played until we went on a camping trip, like, uh, gosh, years ago. I think it was to Colorado Bend. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was just like four of us out there, um, my brother and his wife, and then me and Dustin, and they broke out the acoustic guitar, and then I heard him pick up, and I think he played, like, Credence song, and I was like, well, I don't know. It's a closely guarded secret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of shocked. But. I'm real shy about, you know. My music, or just in, in general, I'm a shy person. So, and now you're a front man for a band. Yeah, you come a long way. I guess. I mean, y'all, somebody's got to sing. You know, it ain't gonna be yeah. me. <laughs> Can you tell us what was it about working with these two gentlemen in particular that just felt like these are people I can have like a band family with? I can make music that I'm ha- proud of with. We were the only ones available. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I, you were asking all the bands I've been in. Of all the bands I've been in in the year, I've always, I've never been in a band with someone I don't know. Like it's, I've always been in bands with people I've been friends with for years. And uh, I don't know. I think there's something about playing with music with people that you know really well. You can kind of not only know what they're going to do, but you can count on them to do what you need them to do. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean. And you can give honest feedback without hurting anybody's feelings and stuff like that. Because, I mean, like you said, we've known each other for so many years. Like, there's nothing you can say that's, hey, tell me if it sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I like, as a consumer of music, you know, I can be like, okay, I like this bassist. Maybe I like this drummer. I like this vocalist. You know what I'm saying? But. As a unit, there's like these bands that you're like, oh my God, they're just amazing together. Yeah. They're just like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. I don't care if I like Black Sabbath's guitarist or Led Zeppelin's drummer. I want these people together because they make beans and rice look so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. I think you can hear that when a band clicks like that. Yeah. 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 Like it, oh, it gives me goosebumps, man. Like, uh, it's it's worse than like novellas and like soap operas. Like if something happens, I'm like, please, Lord, <laughs> I don't ask for much, but please let these people stay together, <laughs> please. <laughs> I don't know. Why I thought about the guy in the bumblebee suit. Oh wait, that's the Simpsons, huh? The no- telenovelas. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh my God, yeah. He does also the car wash commercials. <laughs> <laughs> So what is a typical rehearsal like for you guys? Um, you mentioned earlier that you do uh, lyrics, r- songwriting, you mm-hmm. know, as well as, you know, guitars, things. But do you all, like, do you all participate in all aspects of the music and the songwriting? Or do you have your different roles? 
Well, we definitely, we all write our own parts. Mm -hmm. And then Dustin writes most of the songs. I've contributed a couple, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so usually um, I can't like, if I try to write a song, it's not going to happen. Like if I say, okay, I'm going to sit down and write a song today, you know, let me get my guitar and a piece of paper. No. So usually um, how it happens is I'll just be at my house watching TV and then pick up the guitar and just start mindlessly playing um, some chords or like trying to come up with a riff or whatever and um, until I hear something that catches my ear. And then when that happens, usually I'll record it on my phone and then set it aside, listen to it in my car later, and then try to hear like a vocal melody. And then after that, then come up with some lyrics. Now, it, the process is always different, but this is kind of how it happens most of the time. Um, rarely do I have like a lyric or melody in my head and then come up with the guitar part. It's usually always starting with guitar and then I'll write the song. Um, and then I'll bring it to practice and show them, play it for them, and they'll come up with their parts. That's usually how it works. And sometimes we have some feedback on the structure. Sometimes yeah, not, I'll know. ask questions like, what do y'all think here? Or what should we do here? And But most so, of the time, they're, all, they're pretty much done, really. Yeah, for the most part, just little tweaks here and there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what about for you, sir? He well, bangs on stuff. Yeah, I just show up and bang on the drums, and you know, <laughs> I got the easy roll. I think, you know, I'll, I'll give feedback as far as what I think. You know, song like dynamics need like you know maybe we should pause here, stop at this measure, and then come back on this, and don't play any guitar here, and then maybe hold that out like just little mm-hmm. notes like that. But um, I don't really play guitar much myself either, so you know, my input can only go so far. It's funny you mentioned that. I almost asked you that the other day. I was like, Jason, have you started playing guitar at all? No. I played years ago, but I've never really picked it up. So I know some basic open chords and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, guitar is definitely not my main instrument for sure. Okay. I'm always curious because, you know, uh, out of all the instruments, I think I'm the most ignorant when it comes to percussion, probably because I don't have much rhythm, you know. I- I'm-, I'm woman enough to admit it. But hey, it is what it is, you know. Bassist, percussionist. I have a lot of respect for y'all. You know what I'm saying? But you're guitarist too. You know what I'm saying? And you do vocals and guitar, sir, sir. Okay, I need to know the secret because you you got the melody here. You got the melody in your head. My goodness, yeah. <laughs> How do you do it? It is. I, you know, it's and tough. I play harmonica now. Oh, oh yeah, snap. we have a new song. He's got a little Bob Dylan harmonica thing. Oh snap! Seriously, I don't really play, but I did get some harmonicas for Christmas, and I'm using one on this new song. Oh, we're, wow. not, we're not playing it today, but yeah. Yeah. So this isn't on here originally, but I'm an asthmatic person, so playing any kind of wind instruments is like <laughs> not going to happen. But do you do anything, or are you thinking about anything like, or even with your vocals now, exercises you do to maintain your vocals, keeping healthy? Um, no, I probably <laughs> should. Uh, you know, the thought has crossed my mind. Um, New Year's resolution. There you go. There you go. Maybe I'll, I'll look into that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it wouldn't hurt. You yeah. Because your voice is an instrument and, but no. Okay. Whiskey and cigarettes. Keep that raspiness. That's right. Put some lime in there too, you know, really, you know, oh, yeah, uh, good antibody, whatever, mm-hmm. something, anything. I don't know. Something. 
Food for thought. <laughs> so how would y'all say that you prepare for a studio session or a live performance, or is it about the same process? Uh, we practice. A lot. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> no. We, no uh, we practice like once a week yeah, at that. Um, lately, it's been very sporadic because people got sick. He had COVID. I had COVID. You got a new job. Had a new job. I got know, a so, new job within uh, the last so year, schedules too. have been crazy trying to work it out but we work it out and uh but as far as for a show goes we just try to figure out okay wh- how long of a set is it going to be and then try to do the set list we put we got to rely on around 20 something songs now so you got to cut some out you know um so we'll figure out what the set list is and then just practice them okay. you know over and over till we're comfortable yeah you know? Uh, how do you decide what kind of set list you want to do that night? Is it just what you're feeling that night? Songs you really want to listen to? Pretty uh, much. Yeah, I mean, we don't wait till the night of to figure out the set list. You know, we'll plan it before, but... Um, One or two whole days. Yeah. Beforehand. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just kind of go by feel, okay. really. Mm-hmm. Okay, right on. Right on, man. Yeah, We I, really... We started being a band, like, right in the middle of COVID, so we really haven't played a whole lot of shows. What, we played three shows, something like that? Yeah, the live stream, and then we had a show at Bohemio's and a show at Leon's Lounge, and that's it. And we got this we show, got, show coming up. After this podcast comes out. Right. So. Okay. But if you do have a time machine, January 20th, yeah, Black Magic but, Social Club with Jane Well. Yeah. So. It went great, by the way, the, to the <laughs> audience. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So you guys released some demos online on Bandcamp, including Devil's Grip, Reigns, and Witch Hunter. So can you tell us more about these projects? Yeah. Um, so Devil's Grip, I had this chord progression for a little bit, and um, I couldn't come up with any um, vocal melody for it. And then one day I just slowed down what I was playing. I played the same chords, but just slowed it down. And I had been watching like this, some crime shows. I'm always usually watching some true crime stuff. And uh, I started coming up with the lyrics for it. You know, the song's basically about a guy breaking out of prison and um, things not going his way and things like that. So it's like devil's grip, blah, blah, blah. How's it go? (laughs) <laughs> devil's grip feels like death row this and that you know just gotta listen to the song but so and then what's the other ones rains rains so rains a lot of people like it from what i hear that seems to be our most popular song yeah um with that one again i came up with the uh the progression and then at the time it seemed like just a lot of stuff was going on in my life like um, car broke down, job was sucking, you know, this and that. So that's kind of what that song is about. Like, when it rains, it pours. Never seen rain like this before, blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's part of the chorus. And then uh, the other one is called Witch Hunt. Um, that one, <laughs> that one I kind of came up with the chord progression and the lyrics at the same time, it didn't really take me long on that one. Um, I had kept seeing Trump on the news and he kept using the word witch hunt, you know, and I was like, I like that word, you know, and then, <laughs> and two then, words. well, I like those words together. 
<laughs> and then I don't know. I just went one home one night. I had been I had been drinking or whatever, and then I started playing. And then it happened. That one happened pretty quick. They're not all. They, you know, it's always different, but that's how that one happened. Yeah. Sometimes those those moments just happen where like the inspiration is just you got to capture it. Yeah. I like it, man. I think you're you and Kid Rock are the only musicians who've ever been inspired by Donald Trump. Well, <laughs> I hate to admit it, but maybe, you know, maybe some Toby it, Keith. It, in I'm there. not going to say I was inspired by him, but <laughs> you, did. you know, I guess. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> so, um, what was the process like for recording these songs and mixing these songs? Like, uh, was it something like uh, took a couple months, maybe for individual projects, or a couple weeks? I think it was a day. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Nah. It was two what? days. A couple days. At Scott's? No, she's talking about the ones on Bandcamp, the ones you did. Oh. The other ones aren't even out there. Oh, I didn't even know those are the ones you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, how did we do that? You got the Zoom. Yeah, it was a little Zoom R24 uh, multi-track recorder. And, uh, you know, you know that I went to school a long time ago. I don't. I didn't retain any of that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> So I just bought this 24 track and was just started recording stuff. I didn't really even mix it. I just mixed the levels. There's no EQ on there. Um, yeah, that was it. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, I didn't know that those that's what was on Bandcamp. Yeah, it's been on there for like over a year. <laughs> Anyways, um, welcome. So we recently recorded three songs uh, with a friend of ours named Scott Ayers. He's in a band with uh, another friend of ours. And um, so we're going to this year try to do a record. And uh, he's been recording stuff for a long time and he knows what he's doing. But Jared also recently got some other, some new recording stuff. So I got a new laptop with Logic. So nice, nice. Reinvigorate my old audio engineering interests. And the only way to do it is to do it, sir. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You should have heard my... Well, don't listen to my mixes a year ago. Please don't <laughs> listen to my mixes a year ago, okay? Because they were... <sighs> something else. But see, at least you've gotten better. See, my mixes from 20 years ago were better than what I'm doing now. <laughs> I've totally regressed. Well, do you think that that was just because maybe you were in a different time, place in your life at that time, you know? Like, more inspiration, you know? Probably. I mean, you could say that about anyone who's young and they're way more inspired. But I was also doing it every day, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you didn't have a nine-to-five. You didn't have families of your own, you know, those other responsibilities that take away from the creative time. Yeah. So... But I mean, so how do you guys maintain now, you know, now that, you know, you've been doing this so long, but you, even with a little gap, you able to come back to your passion of music. So how do you guys find time, try to maintain? Just all coincided day off, really. That's it. I mean. Yeah, pretty much just when, what day, what day are you off work this week? And, you know, when can we get together and what time and, um. That's pretty much it. No. We don't, you know, we don't have much socialized. This is this is all we do. This is our free time. So. It's true. But that that but isn't that time well spent? Because Absolutely. the time that you have free, you're spending doing something you love with people you love. You know. Yeah. So. I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, if I had y'all's talent, I'd be jamming with people too, you know? And I mean, I just don't think anybody wants to listen to, you know, cats dying in an alley. Yeah. Well, let's not get crazy and call us talented. You know? We haven't played yet, so yeah. <laughs> let's not get ahead uh, of ourselves. The cart before the horse here. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm very eager and I'm sure I'm going to love it. So uh, speaking about projects, so I saw that you guys posted on Instagram not too long ago a new track called Karma. Bad, Can you tell us? Bad Karma. Bad Karma, forgive me. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? That is a new one. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess I got to talk because I, I came up with the initial idea for that song. I'd actually recorded that like right when I first, first started playing again, before I even talked to Dustin about being in a band. I got a, you know, like a, I picked up a bass again and a Moog. And I was actually, originally, it was kind of a, an electronic song. It was just this bass line and like a couple of tracks of this Moog matriarch I had. And uh, it's, I just put it on the shelf. It was like, even when we started playing, like it was, that was just kind of a, my side project thing, my little electronic thing. And then uh, Dustin one day was like, hey, send me any song ideas you have. And I was like, well, I got this. And then we just totally restructured the song. Like we, we the only original parts of the bass line, really. And we threw out the Moog parts and he played guitar. And we kind of kept that same feel because there's a phaser on the guitar. We kind of kind of keep it that spacey kind of atmosphere to it. Yeah. When he sent me um, his little bass line he had come up with and recorded, it was, he had it like use a phaser or whatever. Use a phaser. I used a phaser on the bass and then it was, it was I don't too. Know. It sounded real spacey. Yeah. So that's how I came up with the idea for the lyrics or whatever. Okay. And then as far as the, the name of the song goes, then we had practiced it and played it, and we were like, well, what are we going to call this one? And then um, there's a movie that we all like. It's called The Burbs with Tom Hanks. I don't know. It's an 80s movie. <laughs> I forget. That's where the song And um, there's a line in the movie where he goes, in Southeast Asia, in Southeast Asia, we call this sort of thing bad karma. And, <laughs> And Jason said that, uh, you know, after we were playing it, and, it was, uh, and I was like, okay, <laughs> let's just call it that then. And it has nothing to do with the song. But. And listeners, if you've not seen The Burbs, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Tom Hanks, Carrie Fisher, who's the old guy? What's Bruce, Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a great movie. Corey Watch Feldman, it. you can't forget Corey that. Corey Feldman's in the movie, that's right. Yeah, I don't know if any of y'all know these actors, but I know all except one of those actors. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I made my debut late in the 80s, but I made it just in time to appreciate the there 80s. So. Better late than never. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So how has your creative workflow changed since your first ever recording or your first time playing with each other? Um, it hasn't really changed a whole lot because, like I said— um, We're not evolving— <laughs> I mean, every now and then we'll, you know, we'll just jam out or whatever. I don't think any songs have come from that. I have some recordings on my phone that I keep meaning to go back and like listen to um, from practice, from us just kind of improvising or whatever. But nothing's really come of it yet. Okay. But maybe. Okay. You never know. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Until then. Right. Yeah. No. Until then, the process has just been me writing a song and then bringing it to the table. And then, but we might get there, you know, as far as coming together. And that's kind of strange because most of the bands I've been in before, at least half the ideas come from jamming. Yeah. We're not, we're not a jam band. We're not the Grateful Dead, apparently. No. <laughs> no. But we had one last practice. I might come up with something with that. With that. We'll see. I can't remember it. 
Huh? I hope you recorded it. That right video. there is pretty much the reason why. It's like, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do come up with a lot of good ideas jamming. We just don't retain it. That's <laughs> you're, you're musicians, and we love you for it, you know, but y'all are not the pen and paper type unless, of course, you're writing lyrics or, you know, maybe melodies, you know, but not all musicians write notes. You usually do tabs, and sometimes y'all don't even do tabs. You're just like, let my hands talk, please. So. Yeah, well, these days, I guess it's like, oh, we'll record it on your phone, and then yeah. we'll listen back to it later. Yeah, yeah. Even then we get in a habit of now, in case we can't figure out what we're playing, we'll be like, it's E-G-D-F. You know, we have to say it into the mic. Was that a little loud? I'm sorry. No, no, you're totally fine. You're totally fine. <laughs> That's how it sounds in the phone, but uh, you have to remind yourself what notes you're playing, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going to San Jack and taking classic guitar and piano and learning how to read sheet music was like a game changer for me. Yeah. Like, it seems weird, but I don't like reading tabs. Uh, uh, maybe y'all can appreciate this, especially because y'all are bass and percussion. I can't tell the dynamics with the tabs. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do I know if I'm supposed to go up or like it's supposed to carry? Like, I I don't know that. Dee, 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 dee. I don't do Morse code. What is this? Like... <laughs> <clears throat> That's kind of funny because I, I can read uh, sheet music yeah. and I can read tabs too, but I don't ever do either of them really. I've always, ever since I started playing, I just kind of play by ear, you know? I get it. You got rhythm of the soul, okay? <laughs> uh-huh, brag, rub it in. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> so y'all were mentioning earlier that you played some live shows over at Leon's Lounge and Bohemios. So how was the shows uh, over there? What was the feed like, feedback like? It was fun. It was, yeah, I mean, Bohemios, I guess, was our first live show. Uh, so we did um, the food bank um, live stream that our friend uh, put together. But Bohemios was our first live show. And, uh, you know, it was outdoors on their little patio. And it was really cold that night. And yeah. so, you know, being a drummer, too, you know, like my hands are, like, kind of numb and trying to hang on to sticks. And it just, uh, that made it a little difficult. But honestly, once you get going, it's fine. But. Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. It was a good turnout. Um, I think there was a band from Austin that got double booked. And so we ended up, the I guess the lady organized it to where all, you know, we played as well as our friend uh, Aaron and her band Jane Woe played as well. And they added on this band from Austin as well and they got to play last. And um, But the turnout was really good and it was really nice to see for our first show. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, someone who's played a lot of first shows, that was a good one. It was normally your first show was like five people. But. And there was no technical difficulties. Sound was good, you know? Oh, yeah. Sounds great. I didn't play great, but, you know. Oh, hush. <laughs> Whatever. I don't buy that cold. for a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our rhythm of the soul. Get <laughs> out of here. You could be on a train, like literally on a train, moving train, and y'all still sound amazing. I'm shush. You're being too kind. Too kind. Way, no. way too kind. No, no. I, I mean, when when y'all when y'all are musicians and you take it as a passion, like literally nothing can stop you from jamming. It is like, you know, you're like wizard, warlocks, whatever you want to call it. Just like, and it just comes out and, man, you know, I'm a big music head. So, yeah. I would equate us to more like card tricks, maybe, you know, warlock. But thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely, man. And so today, you're going to be blessing us with a exclusive performance, acoustic performance of your song, Home. So can you tell yes. us more about that song? Uh, yeah, this is a, a song I had 
I come up with, and originally the lyrics, the lyrics were different. I I'd written the lyrics about like there was this shooting in Vegas where this guy uh, he killed a bunch of people at a concert. I don't know if you remember that yeah, incident. Some, yeah, it's Wrestler Souls. Yeah, so I had written all these lyrics, and I played the song for Jared. This is when me and him were just jamming together, and uh, he liked it, but he was like. But the ly- lyrics are a little too literal. And so I played it for my friend Matt, too, and he said the same thing. So I like the guitar like part on it or whatever. Um, but I shelved the song because something wasn't right. you know. So I shelved it. And then one night um, I was just practicing, messing around at home. And um, the first word that came out when I was playing it was home. And then the lyrics just came from there, and that's how it ended up. The chorus was the same, but the verse lyrics changed. Wow. Yeah, so it's a little less literal and uh, has mentions nothing about, you know, that incident or whatever. But uh, it's incredible how, you know, it's like y'all as artists, you know, you can take a moment that is just so however you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? And you find a way to immortalize that moment, express the feelings in the music. And it's not just talking about this literal horrible stuff happening, right. but somehow kind of trying to give it some kind of memorial in a sense. Like mm-hmm. that's that's powerful, man. So yeah, it's one of our slower sad jams, but uh, I like it. I like it, man. And I look forward to hearing it. Oh, we. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today, man. No, thank, thank you, you Missy. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Right on, man. Right on, man. Thank you guys, man. All right. So is there any last bit of advice y'all have for the listeners before we get to the performance? Avoid the clap. <laughs> I think you said it all. You yeah. can edit that out. Um, the, <laughs> there's free clinics, okay? We don't have um, <laughs> universal hair care, but there is free clinics, Okay. If you know somebody that needs somebody, <laughs> Google a, a provider today. Well, <laughs> and we'll with, put out a number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but we'll say we did. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us today. And don't go away. We'll be right back with a, an exclusive performance by Dead Blind's acoustic performance of their song, Home. Thank you. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Dead Blinds from Houston, Texas. This song is called Home. Say, but then 
It's wrong.